Boston Celtics lose, and it's their late-game execution that fails them. Where was Kristaps Porzingis down the stretch? Talk about all of everything that happened here right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. It's right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day, and I got you every day, Monday through Friday, plus bonus podcasts whenever they play on the weekends. It's free. You're never going to have to pay for one of my podcasts. It's fresh daily, and it's available everywhere. Watch the show on YouTube. Hop into the comment section there. Let me know what you think. I'm John Corrales. I played ball a long time ago. Now I'm covering the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal and for you. Today we're talking about a loss for the first time this season. Boston Celtics losing overtime 114 to 109. Gonna flip the format. When they lose, you gotta talk about the stuff that went wrong first. And then later on, try to end on the high note, end on a nice big positive note. Today's show brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Uh, Celtics lose this one 104, uh, 114-109. Okay, they went into overtime. There are plenty of opportunities to win this game all over the place. So that, that's generally how this, this goes. You know, it, it's a close game. It's an overtime game. The Celtics didn't didn't play particularly well. The third quarter was an abomination. They shot 20, oh, 20, I forget what, 20-something percent in the fourth, in the third quarter. And that, that was a quarter where if I'm looking at ways where they could have won this game, Anthony Edwards has his fourth foul in the, four, in the third quarter. With about, uh, and for about two and a half minutes or so, he's playing with with the four fouls, and then at the seven minute mark, he comes out and he, he misses the rest of the 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 quarter, and the Celtics not only don't take advantage of it, they lose they they lose the quarter by eight. Uh, they scored nineteen points in the third quarter, six of twenty three shooting, twenty six percent, two of ten from three. Uh, they had. Uh, two turnovers in the quarter that 18 turnover turnovers overall, just a, a, a rough night. That third quarter, I think is where the Celtics really missed an opportunity to take advantage of this game. They should have gone after him. They should have gone after Anthony Edwards in that, in that uh, position there because with the four fouls and the Celtics were posting up, the Celtics were still going to their post-up game but they weren't targeting Anthony Edwards. Not till the fourth quarter when Jason Tatum finally targeted Anthony Edwards and it worked. They got him his fifth foul. But that should have happened earlier. That should have happened in the third quarter. As soon as he had that fourth, the, the Celtics should have called something. Find a way to get Anthony Edwards in an action where 
It could be a Tatum post-up. Find a way. That's the one time where I'm saying hunt the mismatch because he has four fouls in the third quarter. He's trying like hell not to get his fifth. Get him in a situation there where he can, he has to back off. Get him in a situation where he has to be passive defensively and just make it so maybe he could have come out earlier. But attack, be relentless. Somebody's injured, somebody not injured. If somebody's if somebody's compromised, it's like in the wild when an animal is injured, th- th- there's no mercy. There's no mercy in that situation. That animal is food for something. The, Anthony Edwards should have been food for Jason Tatum, for Jalen Brown, for whomever he got switched onto. They should have hunted him down because he would have had to back off and whatever he was doing on the offensive end, which was a ton, by the way, he was awesome in this game. They would have neutralized them, but that was, that was a missed opportunity there. And then they get later into the game, fourth quarter, they come back, the Celtics come back from whatever deficit they were, uh, they were facing, but the execution wasn't there. Tie game with 2.52 to go. Jalen Brown ties it up. Then it's uh, Jalen hits a no. It, let, let me back up. It's it's tied up 98, 252 to go. At 215, Jason Tatum gets the pass in the middle of the lane, turns and fires one straight out of bounds into the corner. That's the first obvious thing that happened. That that's on Jalen to me. You can see him if he's if 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 you watch the video. After it goes out of bounds, he puts his hands on his head because he's like, you can tell he's like, I needed to be deep into that corner. When Tatum is that deep, the proper spacing is to have both guys. If you watch Porzingis, he's deep in the corner. You don't you don't move up unless Tatum is moving up, right? You got to give him somebody to pass to. Tatum moved, uh, Jalen moved up to the slot right at the right at the break there. And Tatum threw it the other way. And after the game, Tatum was like, hey, if I had thrown it to the slot, if I had seen it and thrown it to the slot, it would have been a good pass. It would have been a good play. Or if, if Jalen was in, in, in the corner, you know, whatever. So I think that's on Jalen. He was in the wrong spot. Now, it, it kind of almost doesn't matter because uh, the, the Horford fouls Gobert. They do hack a Rudy. He misses two free throws. And then Jalen Brown comes down and hits a three from that corner anyway. So it was, it took 15 seconds, but he, he did make up for it. So fine, but it doesn't, it doesn't excuse everybody from that was a clear problem. So that, that happens. Brown McDaniels, they trade buckets. Then they have uh, a turnover. Drew Holiday, driving down the middle of the lane, gets ripped. Then they have another turnover. Al Horford, (sighs) turning to dribble. He loses the dribble. Then he goes to get the ball, and he slips. The foot slides out from underneath him, and he falls. That's a bad turnover. It was 101-101 with a minute 41 to go, and no one could score after that. The Celtics had multiple opportunities, and they couldn't take advantage of it. So late-game execution was a problem overtime kind of the same thing they get sped up 
And I think one of the problems the Celtics have, have had, is they don't play with that confident, slow pace of a team, or they haven't play with that slow pace of a confident team saying, we've got plenty of time. Now, let me be fair to them. They did do that at the beginning of the season. I say the beginning of the season like it was forever ago. This is game six that we're talking about. They did it against New York. They did it against Miami. So they're capable of it. This was a little bit of a, a step backwards. Okay, no problem. Like, I'm not saying the entirety of this podcast is not a negative tone. I'm just kind of talking through the stuff that happened. I'm fine. Like, I am totally fine with this this being a loss, which I'm going to get to later on. Like, this this is this is okay. Let, let me be clear. This is – I'll talk about Joe Mazzula. I'll talk about – the lessons that they can take out of this. I'll talk about all that in the last segment. I'm totally fine with the way this went. It's fine. It's okay. But the late game execution was a problem. And they they missed an opportunity here to, to win, a, win a game and continue this role that they're on. I feel like it might sound like I'm upset because my throat, I'm, I'm having some trouble with my voice right now. But um, the the late game, the overtime, they I think they got sped up. They played at the frantic pace of the 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 moment. It was a frantic. It's Minnesota crowds going nuts. Uh, Minnesota's just piling up the points. Anthony Edwards is hitting bucket after bucket after bucket, and the Celtics got into answer mode. We've got to answer this. They didn't play as calmly as they needed to, which is why they had Kristaps Porzingis, right? Kristaps Porzingis is there. So my, my kind of like, huh, well, what's going on here? What happened with Kristaps Porzingis? We'll talk about that in just a minute. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Our good friends over at FanDuel, they're the number one sports book in America and if you're a new customer, if you want to get in on this NBA action, if you want to get in on the NFL action, just hop on over to FanDuel.com slash locked on. If you're a new customer, you sign up, you get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, this is the time. This is the time to get in on the action. The app is expansive it's very easy to use you got the simple betting options like spreads and player prop, props and over under you've got your more advanced uh betting options like parlays in game same game parlays so you can bet like three different things in the, in the Celtics game and if they all hit you can kind of multiply your payout so check it out fanduel.com/lockedon i think the best part about fanduel which is an official partner of the NFL I think the best part is they have tools that will help you kind of set yourself up for protection, protect yourself. So you can set your limits. You can set all your protected protections there and it'll help you gamble responsibly. Just ask you, please, please do that. Please gamble responsibly. Thank you so much for making lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Tomorrow's Tuesday. This is the, <laughs> this is Tuesday now. Uh, so, yes, 
This is the Tuesday show. <laughs> I'm not editing any of this out. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I got the Lockdown NBA podcast. I'll be covering the the NBA with Jake Madison there on the Lockdown NBA podcast. Just go watch the Lockdown NBA podcast. I've completely lost my train of thought. I'm executing that tease as well as the Celtics executed their end of game strategy there against Minnesota. Uh, where was Kristaps Porzingis? The whole point of getting Kristaps Porzingis is to, hey, when things are going crazy and everything's getting frantic, you can find a mismatch and Porzingis can get some post-ups. Okay. Well, it's Minnesota and they've got Rudy Gobert. And so you, you, I can understand the motivation of, well, you can't bring Porzingis directly into the post because he's going to clog up space. So why not use him in the actions to try to pull Gobert further away? Try to try to figure out actions. You must have them in your playbook. You must know because you knew you're playing the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know what your your uh, advantages are. You have plays for Christoph Porzingis. Where were they? Where were they? Get him in the post. Get him an open shot. Get him some looks. He's he's part of the solution. He's part of when when the Celtics saw the late game execution lacking, they said, we need to get somebody else. They got Porzingis. And I'm not going to say something like, if they're not going to use them, then why why play them or whatever? Like, why they get no? They, they just have to remember, like, oh yeah, it doesn't have to be Jalen answering all the time. It doesn't have to be Jason answering all the time. There, there's a fine line between playing through your stars and isolating through your stars. And there was there were too many times over the course of this game where it was just too much isolation and Jason Tatum especially tried to do too much. I mean, he really tried and I get it, man. He's, he's, he is capable. He's a tough shot taker and a tough shot maker. I get it. But also when you find yourself dribbling that much, you maybe, maybe you say, Oh my God, that that's a lot of dribbles. I, I think I just been dribbling like 12, 15 times. Maybe I should find somebody else and pick this back up later. Uh, it just feels like, I don't know if they were tired or what, but they kind of fell back into some bad habits. They didn't use Porzingis the way Brad Stevens intended Porzingis to be used when, when he acquired him. I don't think they've used Porzingis the way Joe Mazzula intended when he first Talk to us about how they're going to use him. I don't think they used Porzingis enough in general. Like he was not part of, he should have been part of every pick and roll. He should have been part of every action. Porzingis and, and, Jay, and Jason Tatum together all the time. Or Porzingis with Holiday and get Tatum and Brown in some off-ball action and kind of run something where the defense has to make a decision and there's a play there for, for those two guys. Why not? 
I don't think they used Porzingis anywhere near as effectively as they could have, uh, which is, you know, it's, it's okay at this point, right? This is game six. Now, if this was game 96 and we're deep into the playoffs uh, and they were doing that, that would be a my, uh, an incredible problem. Like this would have been a 30 minute, just ultra rant. Uh, I might've thrown something, but you play like this in Minnesota on November 6th and you say, okay, figure it out. And I think the guys after the game, you see Tatum was kind of laughing like, oh yeah, I had a lot of turnovers had to, uh, had to. So I don't think the mood is, you know, was bad or anything after the game. Joe Mazzulla seemed fine after the game talking about it. Um, and, and, and I think that's the appropriate thing. I think everybody understands that they, they playing, you know, with their heads up there, you know, where the sun don't shine and, you know, for, for not the entire game, for not even the entire fourth quarter, for not even the entire overtime. And I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay that Joe Missoula didn't call timeouts. I thought that was okay. He called them during the game. He called them during the game, right? He he had a good a couple of good ones in there where you're like, okay, there was some weird energy. Some I forget exactly what point it was. Maybe it was in the third quarter, second quarter, where they they were playing well, and all of a sudden something. Ha- there was a foul that wasn't called and they had a couple of possessions where the energy just got weird and Joe calls a timeout. I thought all of that was great. Um, but I was okay with a lot of how the overtime went for a variety of reasons. Uh, and, and they did kind of get back on track. Like they, they were, um, they got down, what was it? 12, uh, 112, 105, 112-105. And they got it back to 112-109. And then after uh then, then McDaniels hits a, a, a shot to kind of ice it. That was they they had it. They had an opportunity there. Um uh, and they they just couldn't take advantage of it. But I, I thought I thought that. They they had stretches where they they looked like they didn't know what the hell they were doing, but there were also stretches in this game where they looked like their normal selves. So even on that turnover where Tatum fired it out of bounds, I thought he did a good job. He was a screener. He rolled. He got into he got deep into the paint. Some might argue he should have just gone up for the layup there, but he was surrounded. That's a read. That's a rim read. That's somebody's open in the corner. And he knew Jalen Brown was behind him, so he turned and fired where he thought Jalen Brown was going to be. All of that was good up until the very end. So I'm not going to say that the Celtics, when I say where was Porzingis and how it was their late game execution, it's not. It's not that. Um, it's not that the entire game was was bad. It was just portions of it. So I'm taking positives out of this. The lesson. I'm going to talk about that next. First. Today's show is brought to you by Jace Medical. Jace Medical has you covered in times of like real like emergency. We know that there's a lot going on in the world, right? 
we spend a lot of time talking together. We get fired up uh, about uh, who wins and who loses and, and all of that. And I'm thankful for that connection we have. So today, this chat can get a little bit more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply on ED medications. You realize what that means, right? You can bring on uh, extended travel. You can bring it on the next natural, uh, bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue. You can, you are covered, and you don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis, Viagra, or Ravascio prescription. And this is possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I'm thankful for the service. Supply chain issues caused me to put pill to cut pills in half uh, and have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would love to get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily medication, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use the promo code locked on for $20 off your purchase. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Check out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast to get you covered. They'll he will win you your league. Uh that is Josh Lloyd. Josh Lloyd will win you your league. Check out the Lockdown Fantasy Basketball Podcast wherever you got Lockdown Celtic. So this is the good. The good from this game is that there, there are lessons to be taken from this, right? This is, I think, when, when I saw Joe Mazzulla just let that stretch happen where Anthony Edwards hit three buckets in a row and the Timberwolves were celebrating like they were expecting Boston to call a timeout, and Boston just never did. Um, I At that point, I said, Joe is letting this happen. Joe is letting the Celtics just kind of sit through that run and try to figure it out. They have to try to figure out how to execute. And I, frankly, I, I agree with that mentality. I thought in that moment, he was basically saying, we've worked on enough of this stuff already. We should know how to execute this. We should know what we're doing, where we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to do this. We should know. So go do it. You don't need my help, right? This is the NBA. And yes, I coaches are part of the team. I've said this. And in a situation, if this was a playoff game, guarantee you he would have called a timeout in there somewhere. Guarantee you he would have called a timeout in there. In this game, in early November in Minnesota, he's I'm I feel like he's trying to get these guys to either execute or kind of tell on themselves on film. By the time you're listening to this, you're probably listening to this at a time where these guys are in a film session. And I wouldn't be shocked if that film session is an extended film session, uh, a heated film session, a, you know, a, an extensive one where everyone gets what's coming to them. 
I think Missoula and that moment said, we might lose this game, but it means more to the Celtics to have this moment than to win this particular game. And I know you, you're probably sitting there going like, no, you win the game. You go, you win the game. In November, especially against the Minnesota Timberwolves, there's no tiebreaker involved here, right? If Let's pretend the Celtics are a 60-win team. If I told you right now the Celtics are going to be a 60-win team, would you sign up for it? You say, yes. Well, that means they're going to lose 22 games. And so count this as one of the 22. It's the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's a Western Conference team, so it's not a division team. It's not an Eastern Conference team. This is the perfect opportunity for, for a coach to say, okay, here we are. This is game six. Two tough ones in New York and in, in Miami, and, and impressive to win those in the fourth quarter. Two blowouts in uh, Washington and Indiana. And, you know, you can't really take a whole lot. That was just a, a – just stomp them. Okay. Decent game against Brooklyn. Now, now you're on the road here. Okay. It's tougher. Maybe you're a little tired, right? This is a great opportunity when the other team is feeling it and the crowd is angry and we're not angry, but just, just well, angry at you. Crowd is just hyped. This is a great chance to say, all right, boys, what do you got for me? What can you show me? And honestly, in that scenario, if there's ever a time to be happy that the Celtics fell flat on their face, that would be the time. Because now you get to have the film session. Now you get to say, hey, you know, you guys aren't infallible. You guys can't go out there. You have to have the talent and you have to have the effort and you have to have the execution. All of those things matter. You have to have all of them. And so, yeah, there are going to be losses along the way. That, that's fine. Like I said, a 60-win team loses 22 times. So there are plenty of opportunities. The Celtics are going to lose a lot more over the course of the season. Hopefully not too much more, but, yeah, they'll probably lose 20 to 25 times more. And that'll still give them a damn good record. So. I don't mind that Missoula kind of sat there and look, he tried to coach them through it. He tried to get them to run the certain plays and try to get them into those moments and, and, and into the right spots, but they had to do it. The players on the floor have to do it. And so I feel like that was intentional and purposeful. And I think good. I think these guys, Early on here, this was a great, great, great chance to do it. Because now you go into Philly, you have a chance. Now, Philly's playing great. Philly is, I don't know, 4-1, and 5-1 and one at this point. I didn't see uh, the standings uh, after tonight. I don't even know if they played tonight. But the the Sixers are tied with Boston. Here we go, 5-1. and one. Both teams are 5-1. and one. So the Celtics are, wow, Denver 7-1. and one. How about that? <laughs> the Celtics now take on Philly and that's a great, Hey, 
you you have the lessons from this game. You have a disappointing finish to this game. You have mistakes that were made in this game. Now you turn around and you're facing your direct division rival, Eastern Conference rival, with the lessons from this game, the sting of this game. And you say, okay, let's let's use this as motivation to go out there in Philly. And, oh, I love those games in Philly. You want to shut those fans up? Let's use this motivation. Let's go out there and do it. I think this is, I think this is actually, I don't want to make it seem like, like, oh, spinning the loss into actually good. It's not about the loss. Like, I don't, I don't really don't give a damn about the loss. I don't care. Like, they're three and one on the road now. That was their first road loss in four games. If that's how it goes, if they win three out of every four road games, holy crap, that's going to be an amazing team. That might be a 70 win team. So, that's 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 a, a team that that's fine. It's all fine. Nothing changes. So I'm not worked up about this at all. But gotta be better. Gotta be better. And so we'll see how they're they are on Wednesday when they play the 76ers. So I'll be here all week. <laughs> like I said yesterday, I'm podcasting every day from now till the end of the month. Every day except for like two because of the weekend games. I got podcasts. I have more podcasts for you than you know what to do with. So subscribe. Get them dropped directly to your device. Make sure that you are subscribed on the YouTube page. Hop into the comment section there. Get notified when I drop a video, even these late, late post-game videos. It's like 3.30 in the morning. Uh, But, yeah, I'm still here for you. So make sure you're subscribed. Watch the show on YouTube. If you're a regular listener and every day, I would love it if you share the podcast, spread the word, tell your friends that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.